to a brand new episode of Worst Song Ever Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Jason. Uh, each week, we uh, attempt to create the worst song ever uh, alongside two other hosts, Mike and Jeremy. Guys, how are you doing this week? I am great. Thanks for asking. No, I'm, I'm doing okay. We have a Twitter account, at Worst Song Pod. Uh, each week, we follow a new musician. We haven't figured out anybody so far. Um, Let's we just see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, we'll figure out where the conversation goes. I, so we've been doing uh, our hiatus. And I've been following down YouTube rabbit holes. Have you guys been following down any uh, any uh, YouTube rabbit holes lately? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, such, Jeremy. <laughs> such as. <laughs> so I um I've watched so many videos about welding, and oh. um. I watched a whole series of where these guys have spent seven years building, uh, taking a 1992 Celica and putting into a 1970s um, Mini Cooper. And it is just in, th- they're still not done with it. It's seven years later. It's just incredible the, the amount of work they've put into it this. It feels like you just could have bought a new car. Yeah. Oh, they could have, yes, but the sh- like. But what the, are, I mean, they do okay, such so a if, good job building brackets. It's incredible. They're just re-engineering the whole. There's not enough space for so all this stuff. What you're doing is watching YouTube videos on creating brackets. Basically, yes, welding and brackets. So they're taking the what the insides of a Celica and putting them inside a Mini. Yeah, and there's not enough space. Oh. It's just not enough room. And so they're just re-engineering everything. My great-grandfather had a doctorate in motors. And I feel like I should be able to do that. And my, my father builds race cars. And he told me he was not going to teach me how to do that because it wrecks your body. And so I know just enough about cars to sound dangerous. But I feel like I should know more. And so by watching YouTube, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to circumvent my father. Hmm. I don't know if that's a new I sentence. I feel like this was a storyline in Empire Strikes Back or something. <laughs> yeah. So, am I Luke? I think you're Leia. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I don't know. That's... Yeah, she had like the chains on her so that she was good with metal work or she's wanted to get better with it. I don't well, really I was, know. That was in Jedi, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> yeah. She just had the buns. The other thing that I, the weird rabbit hole I fell down was, um, and this actually is relevant to this podcast, voice to MIDI. If I I've been trying to write this uh, a song about Dave uh, finding Dave Coulier at a um, at a food court in a mall, okay. <laughs> and you silently judge Dave this Coulier. Is, this is one of my favorite topics you've ever had for a song, and you have a lot of good ones, honestly. <laughs> and I I have like a, a like I'm not talented with music, and I have like an idea of how it goes. But I, I can't play music. So I figure if I can find a program my to take my voice and turn it into MIDI and take that MIDI and turn it into instruments, I can make shitty almost music about Dave Coulier at a food court. You have an iPhone, it's, don't you? Yeah. So just download GarageBand. Yeah, but does it I don't know if I can take my voice to well, do that. Can, make, can I? It has like loops and stuff, so you could probably do something. So, but I but want to want take your voice to be the instrument. I, I guess. Oh. So I've been doing a little, I think I found one program yeah, that is like in beta stage. Yeah. 
yeah, I could make a really generic song. Do you think Dave Coulier deserves a generic song about him being judged in a food court or like a highly crafted one where I take my voice and massage it? I'm not convinced that either of those is going to matter. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sure Dave Coulier deserves all the massages that, that he can get. Thank and, you, Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, we clearly know what which ones he's gotten in the movie theater. So right, I mean, I was I was thinking. So I think it was yesterday, honestly. That I I, I like I um, you know, you ought to know came on one of my stations that I listened to on uh, XM, and it had been a long time since I really sat down and listened to that song. And for some reason, it just I was in the mood. And that is a baller song to start with. Like that is a great fucking song. <laughs> and then like. She's just so like viscerally angry as, as she's singing it. Like, I mean, Jagged Little Pill straight up is a great album, like top to it bottom. Is. It really it is. is really good. But like that song, without the like without that song, I think the album is is you know forty percent less good. Like it is just I was, I just kept thinking about that song over and over again today, um, and like the lyrics are still so like they hard hit like she's angry and i just think like every every woman in college like when that song came out like resonated with that one-to-one like it was just a direct map like they were just like i'm, I'm pissed I, I i get it i'm mad at the world i've been fucked over by this man like blah 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 and then like you know years later i think it was years later that i found out about dave clier and it's like <laughs> just like, puts the whole thing in a different right perspective. like the edginess of it was just so different it was like you mean joey from full house <laughs> cut it out like, <laughs> so, like i'm just like ah and and then i mean the other thing is like you know alanis being basically a canadian princess which is also amazing but uh anyway these are the uh these are the things that i spend too much time thinking about it's just that he's like if it was uncle jesse or uncle joey like you could see it coming from uncle jesse you know oh totally yes Damos, it would make way more sense for it's way, it's, yeah. yeah, I just like it so much more that it's Uncle Joey. <laughs> even, even if there were Bob Saget. How much older than her is, was he? Like, I mean, like, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, she was like 22 when he was like, what, 35, 38? Like, and then she's all mad yeah. about him doing something different and she's, you know, going down on him in a theater. Like, there's, I mean, that's why you get the 22 year old. <laughs> Do you think that was a true story? I mean, I the mean, truth is in her music, so yes. At what point can uh, uh, shitty legal advice? At what point does that become liable? When you get caught, well, truth, <laughs> truth is a defense to libel. Yeah, it's not I mean, libel, he's a public he's a public figure, so I mean, it's a higher threshold, right? But, but you know, could if, you also say something about we well, have yeah, it saying something about someone if it is true? There's no you can't you can't. But stop she never that. says his name, right? Does that factor in? I, as far as I know, I, I believe both she and he have said that that's that like they never that it's not him. I believe they have, but I also believe right. that they have said it's about him in a different oh. like. Yeah, one of the things I'm curious people. about in, in my shitty ass legal advice that uh, I think Jeremy can't technically answer, but maybe <laughs> Jeremy Jay, can't answer Jason, any legal Jason advice. Can give a great answer, and then Jeremy can grade the answer. I think is how we how we real, how, we, how we've talked about it. Yeah. Um, if you have a song about somebody. And then years later, you find out it's about a specific person. Can that still be liable if it's false? Or is it like not because it's artistic in some way or, or something? Jason, what do you think? I mean, the title of my song is called Cool Guy Coolier. So, I mean, do you think that 
it's deniable enough that it's about Dave Coulier. I was thinking more like from the last more set perspective. I love that you just took this to make it about okay, you. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. everything's about that's what me. he does. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I, I don't even know why I thought this would be any different. So I just right. love the fact that you were drinking whenever I said that. I almost <laughs> yeah, it was close. <laughs> it was my favorite part so far. <laughs> anyway, right. so those are the the rabbit holes I fell down. The, the things that I've been yeah. interested in lately. Yeah, this is anything rabbit hole question? And then yeah, we somehow we got into yeah, Atlantis just, one. Just voice to midi there. Yeah, uh, voice to midi. Is that is that your is that your new uh, boy band? Voice, voice to midi would be a good oh, cover band. Oh my god, <laughs> voice to midi. So did you guys fall down in any rabbit holes lately? I watch a whole lot of YouTube about professional wrestling. Mm which I don't think is that surprising if you actually know me. Um, Quick follow-up. Do you watch current wrestling? No. Or are you, you know, like, it's all about wrestling from at least 15 to 30 years ago? If I can't, yeah, ideally it's from, like, I would say, like, 85 to 2002. Somewhere in there. Um, Some good Mike, stuff in there. Did you gra- what, what year did you graduate college? 2002? 2002. Okay, but, <laughs> just but, wondering like, if the there's a correlation. Part, it's actually 2001 where like wrestling changed because when W when WWF bought WCW, yeah, professional wrestling, as far as I'm concerned, ended because without Why? major competition, you, there's no point. Like you just the, it, when you own everything, it's no longer fun. Like, haven't you ever played a video game where suddenly like you had all the money and now money was worthless? I like to yeah. worry about like where are they now? Like who had gimmicks that failed? Like, what were the behind-the-scenes things? Like, there was a whole mm-hmm. YouTube series called um, Dark Side of the Ring, I think, was what it was called. It was all this, like, hidden stories of, like, you know, these wrestlers that have been mm-hmm. charged with murder and, like, had big problems and other legal problems. Like, I mean, it was it was great. So, yeah, that was a lot of my in the hiatus at night. You know, it'd be like, okay, it's time to bed. And I'll be like, well, I'll just watch a, this YouTube video that was recommended. And then it's an hour and a half later. Yeah. <laughs> and... and for some reason, I really enjoy like the behind the scenes of wrestling much more than the actual parts of wrestling. Well, um, because it's real. I mean, that's yeah. a yeah. The, I guess it's because it's the real story. And then, like you know, basically post two thousand two. Like, I mean, I know who some of the major players were and stuff, but I didn't watch a lot of it. Um, and even in the nineties, like as a kid, I loved it. And then in the nineties, I kind of tuned out for a little while, and then got back to, got back into it in college because my roommate was super into it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's all the people I used to watch in the eighties. This is amazing. This is super fun." And we had mm-hmm. Monday night routines after it, you know. Yeah. So here's yeah. my quick question: How do you <laughs> save wrestling, modern day current wrestling? You have to have a second promotion that actually can compete. And can you, there's been a several you, attempts, but like, well, there's one right now. They watch AEW, AEW, yeah. They're not. Is that Chris Jericho? Jericho's part of it. I couldn't even oh, tell no. you who owns AEW or who's behind it. It's probably Jeff Jarrett, just because I assume that all, um, all secondary promotions are owned by Jeff Jarrett at this point. But like, the point is though, like when you're going up against a billion dollar company, and you know somebody that can just throw all sorts of money at it and has like the format. I mean, like professional wrestling at this point is Vince McMahon. Like that is professional yeah. wrestling, and. So to, to go up against it, I mean, it, it's a tall order. It'd be like trying to take out, you know, Google at this point or something like that. Like it's 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 all that scale. Well, I mean, Google has a lot of like technical things going for it. Like if if wrestling came up with a really good idea, I mean, there's so many avenues that are looking for content. If you figure out your avenue for content and then you just go for it, like. 
also to make it profitable though i mean like that's the hard part yeah i mean the, the problem with wrestling is that there is there's the the 800 pound gorilla and that's it so you've got to match that if you really want to compete because there's a lot of like fringe stuff that's popular but it's not wwe right there's also the territory wrestling still and stuff like that but i mean like i mean and even then there's stuff like there's been a lot more um coming into the u.s like stuff from japan and mexico and all of that but you know those are still very niche things that aren't i mean wwe is a billion dollar company none of it's going to match that and I guess it depends on what I, you mean by I like that we pivoted from worst song ever to let's talk about the merits of professional wrestling. I feel really good about this right now. I mean, what's worse than that? Uh, our one listener is now like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us at worst song pod on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and worst song pod on uh, Chris MySpace. Jericho on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, let's see, who else. let's see how many wrestlers are on MySpace. So are we going to just uh, write a song about wrestling then? Just I mean, use you know, it. where are they now it. on wrestling? Yeah. I still want to write a jingle for Jeremy's law practice. Um, so I. I mean, it's, I don't know when we do it. I like, but like the part where we don't want to give out personal information. Yeah, that kind of defeats the purpose. Like writing a we'll jingle just, for a lawyer without out of contact them seems like exactly what we should be doing. We'll just beep it. The phone number will beep it on the pod, but we'll in real life we'll. <laughs> That way, yeah, if we, we can say it and edit it up. Eight seven six cars for kids are nearly zero. Eight six six cars for kids. Eight six six law for Jeremy. Do you feel mm-hmm. like? Um, I mean, how hard is it to get a one eight hundred number? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it just costs a little bit, and you can have it. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Know, this I, is the part I, I of almost, the. I did almost buy law dot zone for my website. You was, want law in the zone? Yeah, oh, I'm your law man. Into the law zone. The lo- <laughs> <laughs> wow. law zone. Can you get Liam Neeson to like be your spokesperson? <laughs> uh, I'm sure I could. Wait, is it still available? Can we buy yeah. it? Can Last time I looked, it was more than Liam I was going Neeson to spend and have him say something, something like about law zone and then use you it again. You just entered the law zone. <laughs> that's the whole. That's the whole song. <laughs> you just entered the law zone. <laughs> That just sounds like I stepped into the courthouse. This fucking sucks. You know who yeah. you're marketing to? Your, your address on market is literally criminals. <laughs> well, no, it, it is still available. It's $140. That seems like a minimal expense. For the pod? Yeah, it was more, it was <laughs> no, more than I, Jeremy. He's a lawyer. It was more than I wanted to spend on a dumb joke um, at the time. How much do you uh, want to spend on a dumb joke? Uh, not very much. I have no, friends who own like hundreds I, of domain names because of dumb jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I can get laws.zone for ten bucks. No, you just entered the law zone. That that's that, that just sounds isn't that great? Yeah, that's dumb. Too plural. This is law.pizza. Right, so speaking law. of pizza, this, uh, speaking of rabbit holes, this is something that I've fallen down just looking up <laughs> and seeing how much dumb domain names cost and what I can get. What's the but, dumbest domain name that you've looked up? Right now, law.pizza is $90 a year. <laughs> That's way too much. Hold on. What are your pizza oh, wait, laws wait. worth? Wait, <laughs> legal.pizza is 15 Wait, what is Google.pizza? Legal.pizza. Oh, legal.pizza. Legal. Yeah. Legal How much is Google.pizza? <laughs> Google.pizza is taken. Or this See? totally isn't illegal.zone. <laughs> yeah, legal.zone legal. <laughs> is taken. Zone.legal is $70. 
Wow, this this is our worst podcast ever. ever. <laughs> oh, that's been taken. Anyway, yeah, that, that's my rabbit hole. It's so like a real segment because this, this is bad. No, I have to I have to ask Jeremy a question. Speaking of illegal dot pizza, <laughs> what are the minimum number of items that someone can have for it to be considered a buffet? Well. <laughs> Well, that's. Hmm. I mean, if you have three things, is that Hold a buffet? On. Should we tweet that or out from our it, official it, account? Does that, that's <laughs> a we make a poll? <laughs> does it matter? Is, like, is it all you can eat? Like, oh yeah. It, no matter what it is, it's all you can eat. So if it's like, if I said wings, mm-hmm. are they all different flavors? And it's just wings. Is yeah, that a buffet? I mean, if you just have wings, and then you, you do just whatever have a wing buffet. That's not really a buffet. That's just all you can eat wings or family style wings. What if they have different sauces? I think it's a buffet bar. (laughs) A wing bar. No, wait, a wing bar. Sorry, you're right. Wing bar. I interrupted. Jeremy, what's the fewest number of items you could have? Different items. I'm going to say, I'm going to say four. Do you want to give an example? And why? I was trying trying to think of what the fewest I've ever encountered. I think it was six. And what was on the six? It, it was a pizza buffet, and there were six. They had six pizzas out that they rotated through. I mean, you could argue that that's one thing. Could you argue that's, that's one? I don't. I don't think you, you could. You could argue it. You could argue it's one thing, but it, I don't. I don't think it's a good argument. They probably had salad there too, but everybody. No, they, they ignored had sticks and, and things, but you know, um, that's not why you were going there, Mike. I mean, I think one. And what what scenario is this? You get a party sub, you put it on a long table. <laughs> that's and you that's, say, Help that's, that's a that's a party sub. <laughs> that's not a buffet. That's not a buffet of subs. That's not a buffet. If you maybe said if, that there was had multiple, if you had multiple subs, subs, then you might be able to argue. I, I think that's one item to me. A buff- like, what's the definition of buffet? He says as he confidently sips his beer. <laughs> a meal consisting of several dishes from which guests serve themselves. Several dishes. Several is no I more than... I would say than, several is at least three. So if I had chips on the side. <laughs> You're getting closer. Mm-hmm. You're getting closer. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I, I just think of a buffet as like the, the, the premise is help yourself. Have I ever put a party sub on an ironing board as the table? Yes. How many years ago was that? Please tell me it was days. <laughs> no, this was like... Let's see. <laughs> 22 years ago. <laughs> Did you use the iron as a panini press? Follow up. No, but I like I, I like we had that. I mean, because you're getting closer. Not that, to- I, not that I haven't. We, we used a tablecloth on the ironing board. Let me tell you, there are not a lot of tablecloths that work well on an ironing board um, to make it look classy. It just has to be long. Well, that's what makes the, uh, yeah, that's the definition of classy. It's just a just- tablecloth. With tablecloths. Yeah. Well, also panini press makes it classy. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's tiny. Saying, when you got six feet of man meat, I mean, wait, six feet of sub. <laughs> Related question. At what point does it become an orgy? Um, legally how speaking. How many people? <laughs> wait, you're the lawyer. <laughs> wait, no. No, you see, you've forgotten the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know now that you say that, I feel like I've read a case that went into that and I can't think of what it said. 
Oh, can it you a, it was hear a, me? It was a divorce case. I assume you're allowed to like give us that information when you're researching law I, and you I find will, other cases. I, don't know. I think it was from a different state than I have access to research about. Jeremy, if you end up finding that piece of information, mm-hmm. I want you to record your voice. No, I want you to record your voice giving the answer, and we will give the answer right now. Now. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Thanks for that lovely answer, Jeremy. Wow, Jeremy, that was either a great or terrible answer. Thank you. I feel either smarter or dumber. I feel both smarter and dumber. <laughs> All right. I think jokes get it. All right, why don't um, you ask ask you the rest of your questions you had, uh, Jason? You right, had so the, ideas. The, well, wait, which questions? Yes, there was something about some '90s song that I needed to know about tributes, and I wanted to. I, oh, I don't know. Well, I wasn't was, planning was, on asking this today, but oh, I well, can. You don't let have me, to, I guess. Hold on, let me scroll. Okay, so Lisa Loeb had a song in the '90s called "Stay." I'm very aware. Yes, yes. Um, the Reality Bites soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks in the world. She was the first artist to chart without having a, or one of the first to chart without having a record deal. That's because impressive. Because that, that, that was on the soundtrack, and that's where it got famous from. Anyway. Yeah, that was, so. Uh, that's a baller song. I think I used baller incorrectly. That's a great song. Um, I encourage you to use it more incorrectly more often. <laughs> It also, in, in Jeremy's in Jeremy's song, you should say he's a ball, baller lawyer. <laughs> just as an idea for the lyrics, I like it. Um, so she like so. I one of the lyrics was, "I turned the radio on, I turned the radio off, and this woman was singing my song. Lovers in love, the others run away. Lovers crying because the other won't stay." I want to kiss you because so, we're dying. So she did, they were born. A woman yeah, yeah. was singing my song. My question is: the song that was on the radio is that a tribute? Is the whole song stay a tribute to the song that was on the radio? Lovers in love, the other runs away. Lovers crying because the other won't. Stay. Yes, I'm just saying that. Like she's the right. tenacious D of um, of emo chicks. <laughs> And I and love I her for know, it. <laughs> like, is there a way we can extrapolate like the rest of her song? Like, can we write her? Like, figure out the song that was on the radio, and maybe, maybe we tweet her. I don't know. Maybe that's who we follow on Twitter and MySpace. Oh, like, I think we should definitely be following Lisa Lowe. Absolutely, I'm a hundred percent in favor of this one. Also, confession: totally had a crush on Lisa Lowe for. Oh yeah. Um, as long as I've known All who Lisa Lowe was, still today. I, <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah. Oh. Man, I think I saw her a Big photo fan. of her a couple of years ago. She's still really cute. She looks great. She's uh, verified on MySpace. She's. We are following her now on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a little sad that I don't know more songs from Lisa Loeb and the Nine Stories. Like I, or just Lisa Loeb solo. Like I, I really like. I, I think "Stay" is a spectacular song. I have karaoke it in front of more than a thousand people before. Uh, <laughs> so. No, it's probably like six hundred. But um, <laughs> no, no, it's like six hundred. Don't worry, yeah, just, it's yeah, a small just, number just of people. Number. <laughs> it was at a conference, anyway. It was so. Um, but was she I, there? No, but they wanted to kick off karaoke, and they wanted somebody to like really just lean into it. And I was like, I will 
you you have called upon the right man. <laughs> and they're like, what song do you want to sing? And I was like, stay from Lisa Loeb. And they're like, wait, you want to sing a song by a girl? I'm like, oh, if we're going to do this, oh, we're going to do yeah. this. Yeah. And then Somebody's I got, got out my glasses, which I almost never wear. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> when you're Lisa Loebing, obviously. So. I mean, do you think that song is a tribute? And if so, like, how do we, like, how do we proceed with this information? I mean, her song was on the song. Her song was on the radio. We'll see my song. I turned the radio. I think it's actually I turned the radio on. I turned the radio up. Up. I didn't think it was off. Yeah. And this woman was yeah. singing my song, "Lovers in Love." The other runs away. The other runs away. crying because the because the other won't stay. That's yes. a great set of lyrics. But the song that you're not listening to is not her song. The song that you're listening, like this, her song is another song that you're not listening but to. Her almost song like is, a tribute. Is more like you know, you're singing my tune. You're 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 putting down what I'm picking up. You're. I identify with this. I don't know if it's actually a tribute or who it's just, you know, a nice turn of phrase on like, Hey, this is a classic love song of broken hearts. And, and I'm going to talk about it. I was songs that reference other songs are always fun though. I don't think it's a tribute. You don't think another woman was singing her song, even though she said another woman was singing her song. No, I think she was saying, um, saying my song, like she, I understood what she, what she was saying was what I was feeling. Because she's on Cameo. Is she? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, my gosh. I want to get a message from Lisa Loeb. I'm kind of into this, like in, <laughs> in ways that are not happy and not healthy. Uh, well, I, I kind of feel like if we're going to make a song, we should start. Yeah. So we sh- should we do some kind of tribute to Lisa Loeb? Is that what you're saying? I or mean, some kind of like advertisement for Jeremy. Or... Combine the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> this is a tribute to Lisa Loeb. Yeah, ever, advertise me to Lisa Loeb. If Lisa Loeb needed legal advice, how would she write a song about it? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little too high. Concept. I feel like everything I know about Lisa Loeb is literally the song Stay. And that yeah. makes me a little sad because I, I feel like I, I want to know her way more now. I mean, like if if this woman stole her song legally. What advice would Jason give her? And then would Jeremy rate as one to ten as good to bad advice? Oh, if you mail yourself your song lyrics, doesn't that count as proof of copyright because you have postmarked stamps that show you your thing? That was the thing that they definitely used to tell us in, in like music magazines back in the day. Yeah, that that doesn't that's not really a thing. It's not I didn't think it actually was, but they definitely used to tell us that. Yeah, well, I mean, you and I spoke about copyright yeah, we earlier had this week, Jeremy. Conversation about that, yeah. Um, um, wow, man, I'm um, glad I wasn't included on that thread. That sounds lame. <laughs> it was actually a phone <laughs> conversation. Yeah, been, yeah, yeah. These things we carry around, you can actually talk into them. I, I understand. I screamed at it, and then I threw it into a lake, and then I had a couple buttons and realized that it would work. Then, um, buttons. I mean, I mean, part of it was like if you hit save on a document, if you mail a document, that is a a way to say like this is a document. Like mailing a document makes it not fully official, but a form of official. I mean, it's a way that you can prove that you had something at a certain date. Yeah. Or evidence that you can support your case that you had something at a certain date is probably the better yeah. way of saying it. Dates can be full. I mean, dates can be fudged. So, what yeah. song do you want to write, Michael? Is it Lisa Loeb adjacent? Is uh, yeah, it Jeremy? It has to be at this it point. I'm just sitting here yeah. looking at pictures of Lisa Loeb, and I'm, is it I'm, Jeremy adjacent? Okay, what do you think? Like, hear me out. Jeremy and Lisa Loeb have children. 
Right. I like where this is going. I mean, beautiful. Beautiful is the first answer. Um, I mean, they come uh, with glasses out of the womb. I mean, they both wear glasses. So, I mean, A, it's painful out of the womb. um, But she's got to be older than me. Is this a love song? Oh, yeah, she's much older than me. Wow. She's 52. Yeah, she's 52. <laughs> okay. Lisa Loeb goes to Jeremy for legal advice. <laughs> they, <laughs> they start falling in love. Twist, do they fall out of love and then they need legal advice to get away from each other? I don't know. Wait, so it's like divorce court, but with Lisa Loeb? Oh, wait, hold on. She was a voiceover and guest starring roles for Gossip Girl? Wait, wait. She was featured alongside Dweezil Zappa? I don't know who Wasn't that she is. married to Dweezil Zappa? I, whoa. Is that true? They had a cooking show on Food, Food wait, Channel. What? I feel like I have missed an entire like I do I do remember seeing that when I had when I had cable. Why am I watching wrestling history? You're right. Dweezil and Lisa first aired on Food Network. <laughs> oh my god this is just i just my mind is literally blown right now i this is this is amazing i she has children's <laughs> albums what if i'm in love with lisa Loeb and i didn't know it that kind no, but that's that jeremy is new in this situation that's jeremy oh, yeah right me. jeremy's having children with her in our i mean fantasy maybe he, i hope you never listen to this it feels creepy yeah maybe. it does it feels yeah there's a story that I'm trying to unwrap. I get that, but I'm still like, there are a lot of things that are just like expanding my brain right now. I mean, Dweezil Zappa's involved at this point. Do you understand what that means? No, I really I, don't. I, I'm well aware you don't because you would be having the same freak out that I am right now. <laughs> Do not. Just because Frank Zappa's your dad? Dude, your sister's name is Moon Unit. Your name is Dweezil. <laughs> Nobody's name should be oh Unit. Uh, they called her Moon growing up, though, not Moon Unit. Um, Why would you ever is, be is called there, Moon is, Unit? Well, well, that, well, Unit is her is her what middle is name. What is a Moon Unit? Is that twenty eight days? It's her middle name. Unit is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. that'd, be a good na- that'd be a good name for a band. That'd be a great name for an album. Oh yeah, yeah. Unit yeah. is my middle name. <laughs> I'm going to follow Dweezil Zappa as well. Uh, if they're not together <laughs> anymore, is that offensive to Lisa? I don't know, but I, I'm kind of mad that we're not already following either Frank Zappa, Moon Unit Zappa, or Dweezil Zappa. So, and Frank what is dead? Moon if, Unit If you search ever for Moon done. Unit on Wikipedia, it goes to Moon Zappa's page. Um, for the space vehicle, you have to go search for Luna Rover. <laughs> That's the kind of commentary we want you here for. This episode is over. We're done. (laughs) I apologize to our single listener out there. If you've made it through this far, you're better than we are. If 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 this actually gets released, (laughs) there's no music. (laughs) We dropped a goddamn mic. I'll tell you what. If you tweet us, we'll send you some merch if we ever get me. We'll send you the end of this episode if you tweeted us. It ends right now.
Because we are terrible humans. Our podcast is bad. Our discussions are terrible. The pods but, don't even end properly. Drop some knowledge. Moon unit. Moon <laughs> unit. Oh my god. Oh. That's, cool. That's why it's stupid. <laughs> to walk away. <laughs> Closing with B. So Jeremy's so. got like 15 minutes before he's got to go to bed. Yeah, yeah well, we're going to write a pumpkin. song about Jeremy and Lisa Loeb's kids, right? I, I want you to feel at least slightly involved in your own no, I want to see the uh, the the, wor- the alternative universe you make uh, for me. Did you marry Lisa Loeb, or was it like a one night stand, or uh, like give me some backstory here? No, I, I'm a man of commitment. So, if you were to take Lisa Loeb on her first date, what would you? Where would you take her? God, I love that question. Me too. Yeah. And follow up, Mike. Where would you take Lisa Loeb if you took her on a date? Don't answer it now. Maybe later. Go am ahead, I as wealthy Jeremy. as I am now when I take her on my first date, or is this me in the mid nineties? Yeah. There's a big difference there. It's there up to you. Difference. All right. So, Jeremy, where do you today? Where do you take her? Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <Fancy. laughs> we you've already have got, to, you've got to realize where a, I am. <laughs> yeah, we already have a eating good in the neighborhood as a um, a side note in <laughs> one of our songs. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Do you take her to a library because she has glasses? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she's got that whole sexy librarian thing going on, so I'm sure. Oh man, um, she really does. Maybe to the maybe to the eye doctor. I mean, like I saw this in Music Man, and it worked out pretty well. So maybe she yeah. needs more glasses. Yeah, I mean, that's what's your prescription future. like, baby? <laughs> Is it out of date yet? Yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do you have eye date? insurance? Because I do. Got <laughs> <laughs> vision insurance. Vision insurance. Yeah. Eye insurance sounds creepy. Uh, she she had a song on the Lily Blonde soundtrack. Yeah, a song on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like Lisa Loeb is literally my hero, and I didn't even know it, and that makes me sad. I mean, Buffy's got to be what your top five favorite songs, uh, uh, TV shows of all time. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the deal: we're writing a song about Lisa Loeb. I'm, I'm Jeremy's going to bed. Going to bed. Lisa Getting, Loeb having children with what Jeremy. Mean? Is that the song? Whether real or not, we don't even know. But I like yeah. it. This is this. I think that's our topic. It's time for the montage. <laughs> yep, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, Jeremy. I, your your fate is no, in I, our I, I, hands. Yeah, I'm actually curious to hear how this turns out with none of my input. Lots of stuff happens over time. Maybe it gets worse. Maybe it gets better. It's a What do you think a song about Jeremy and Lisa Loeb's love child uh, sounds like? You generally think, hey, there's a song called Stay. It's super slow. Let's do the opposite of it. And so my thought is, is this a death metal song? So about Lisa and Jeremy my, doing... my thought is do the opposite of the opposite. Oh, whoa. It's a life metal song. It's, it's metal. It's still metal, but it's not death metal. 
I like I liked a lot of it. I can't decide if it's a song. I kind of just want to be like, fuck it, that's a song. I kind of do too. It's so bad. Like, like, what I love is it just gets slower and slower this, because of the delay in hearing the, head, the hearing the guitar. I just keep slowing. <laughs> There's no way that you're ever gonna get a drum beat for it. Like normally, you start with drums. No. It's not possible. Her asses. Glasses. (laughs) How many asses does she have? Part of me wants to go dumber and slower is dumber. It gets pretty slow. Yeah, I know. You're like, but what if it was more? Okay, you know what? Let's try. No, you just like about halfway. We have digital about halfway through. You take it down to like eight (laughs) percent. What if we just add some really cool effects? Yeah, we could do all that stuff and it'll be just as dumb. I mean... <laughs> You're like, don't let me stop you. <laughs> I, I want you to solve the first dumb problem before you go on to other dumb par- I, problems. I don't know how to solve the first dumb problem, so I might just move to the Okay. Next it's a classic case of MILF. A MILF in his world. <laughs> montage the idea is jeremy is getting with lisa Loeb. um first off my uh, jeremy's no i want to say jeremy's no longer, longer with us but it makes it seem like jeremy's dead and that's not he true he just went to sleep <laughs> he went to sleep because he lives in a time zone different from us how do you feel about writing a song about jeremy while he's not here better or worse no difference do you feel like he would fight you more or no i think he would laugh yeah i feel okay about it so the idea of is jeremy getting with lisa do you what do you think he would think of what we i mean granted we covered you know his reaction during but what about his reaction after i think he would be happy with the song because in the end he got laid by lisa Loeb. did he he needed legal advice about you know what happened that night. He could give legal advice without having sex with them. I think that's what most lawyers do. But the thing that I think happened here was that, uh, you know, he, Jeremy met her. He thought she was very attractive. He respected her asses. And then they had to get some Both legal advice. Them. How so, many of them? Two? More than one. <laughs> okay. I mean, did he, so he did get with her. At the end. In my mind, he did. In your but mind. I think there's, you know, every song tells a different story to a different listener. And I don't think that we should necessarily, you know, impart that story. Like, you want to leave some of the mystery for the listener. 
Do you think Dave Coulier is involved in this song at all? I do not. Okay. I just, I just, you know, maybe he's one of the asses. I don't know. I think, I think really what I like about the song was it was like, it was one take. We added yeah. some effects, but outside of that, it was literally one take. And, and because the delay was so bad on like it playing through our, uh, you know, collaboration software that, it just kept slowing down because I couldn't hear myself properly. And we just went with it because we we're like, you know what? Tempo is for suckers. So, I mean, I personally wanted you to slow it down even further, but part of like, I think technical a, difficulties. a large part of that is just we're a little bit, a little bit out of practice. Well, yeah. And it's, you know, it's getting late and I didn't want to spend another half an hour on that. Yeah. Why did you want to do one? Like it, I wasn't around for that. I went to the bathroom and I came back. It was a whole song. <laughs> why did you do it in one take i just thought okay i'm gonna do this kind of like again you know you, you think i usually think okay here's the style you would think it would be naturally so i'm gonna go complete opposite and in this one i reversed your reverse psychology and so basically i just psychology you you know i did kind of a thing that would remind me of like a lisa love story like a single guitar some singing over it and uh maybe it's one of her nine stories it's hard to say so all right I think with that, we should go to the song. We'll come back and ask you a couple more questions. We get the hell out of here. I dig it. All right. With that, this is Jeremy's Love Child with Lisa Loeb. It's a classic case of boy meets girl. It's a classic case of a milf in his world He saw the glasses He respected her asses They got down and dirty Because she looked so nerdy For what happened based upon that night I need some legal advice For what's right Wrong Sweet Jeremy's love child of my hyena Said Lisa Loeb. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Listen, it all comes back to Chinese democracy somehow. The album of the concept. <laughs> yes. You didn't say it, so. How do you, do you feel any different about Lisa Loeb? I am after intrigued making by Snow, like, but after reading a little bit of her, you know, a little bit of her, her life story, her Wikipedia page. Like I am, I am going to literally go pursue some other uh, things that Lisa Love has been in to learn more about this woman. She's intriguing to me. Should we do had a more? Crush on her. I want to see her more. That's let's just start with that. You did it all in one take. Would you do it any different? Like some of it's just like our energy levels of this world. And oh, time. I, I think I could easily work on that song and make it more, 
like better produced, probably not have the tempo fluctuation as much, maybe add some more verses. I think we could have, there's a story there waiting to happen about Jeremy meeting Lisa Loeb, having a uh, clandestine account encounter with Lisa Loeb, um, having to go through the courts later to decide paternity and I you know, want all them the other to have things. a happier ending, at least a happier middle, like maybe a long drawn out happy middle and then a crash and burn ending. I mean, what if it was like a picture American pie, right? Like that length of song and that storytelling. But, oh, I thought we were talking about the movie with Jason no, the, Biggs. Sorry. <laughs> maybe we'll go that as the next option. Um, <laughs> But like picture, you know, Don McLean singing American Pie, only it's Jeremy and Lisa. And, you know, we have a chorus that you sing along to. We have some stories. We have some some heartache, some tragedy, some happiness, some build out, some, uh, you know, just a, just a lot of emotion to capture there. And then in the end, something happens that I don't know what yet. I feel like what you're talking about is a 30 minute epic. I was thinking like okay. seven minutes because for us that's like 30 minutes like you know i think our longest song is three and a half minutes or four minutes and like it feels super long when i listen to it i'm like wow that is long and terrible instead of short and terrible and the great thing about the short and terrible songs is at least they're over have you had any songs without drums i assume so but i don't actually know more than anything i kind of just wanted to make something tonight and, and we did and you were like you know what here's the thing you went to the bathroom. I did a thing, and we're like, "Fuck it, whatever, Ship call it good." Yeah, Ship yeah. It. Like, I, I like. I it. wanted I, to make it worse, but like, yeah, on a certain level, like just getting it out the door is just capturing is, the creativity in the moment is sometimes all the failure we need. <laughs> I mean, what's more raw than a man in acoustic guitar singing about his friend who's a lawyer who may or may not have had an encounter with Lisa Loeb? We've I mean, he did met. not. I mean, it, you know, emphatically, that did not happen. But it I mean, could. probably. Yeah. No, no. I mean, we've met this person. We know for a fact this did not happen. Unless he's not telling us. I, listen, as our non-resident lawyer, I need to make sure that anybody legally knows that we've never had any interaction whatsoever in our lives, minus listening to her song with Lisa Loeb. We but we want that. to. Do you think you would guest star on our podcast? <laughs> yes. If we tweet hard enough and strong enough, yes. Oh, I think she, I bet she has a publicist. I bet it's like hard to do that. She's like famous. All right. So we wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Yep. So, Mike, last question. How do you feel about how everything turned out? I had fun. Good. I mean, Good, like, man. I think the song was fun. I think. I think there's a lot there. You know, if we wanted to do more on the exploitations of Jeremy and his, you know, his life of things that may or may not have happened, I think we I have a lot of material so more. Yeah, right? I want to. Yeah. So do I. So we're just going to have to dig into that space sometime again. Not only that, but I want to know what Lisa Loeb's up to. You want to know what she's up to? I like that we have a backing vocal track that just says MILF. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're asking if there's any reason she should come on here. I feel like that's the like that's the number one reason why she wouldn't want to come on here. I think we have a lot of reasons why it would be a terrible idea for her to show up on our podcast. Yeah. And nearly zero for her that it would be a good idea. I don't want to ask you this question. If you were a lady 
a 52 years old and somebody said MILF, uh-huh. would you feel encouraged or discouraged by that? I, Depends I on hope, where you are in life. Yeah, I hope encouraged, but I don't Hopefully. Know. I, yeah, it just depends on who says it. it. It's all about context and where you are in your life, you know? Yeah, I mean, it also might be like, well, who's saying it? Is it a 22-year-old? Is it a 40-year-old? Is it a 50-year-old? Like, you know, it might be like, I really want to appeal to a certain genre, but I don't care about another. So tweet at her, what's your genre? And then we'll pretend to be that age. Oh, I was going to say, like, I mean, maybe she's really into Midwestern uh, lawyers. Uh, Who isn't? <laughs> maybe that's just her thing, right? Yeehaw. <laughs> I don't think that's what they say in the Midwest. Um, <laughs> On that note, we're going to get out of here. This is our new worst song ever. It's not Jeremy's good, Love. <laughs> Jeremy's Love Child. He saw the glasses. He respected her asses. They got down and dirty. Because she looked so nerdy I need legal advice For what happened based upon that night I need some legal advice Today is one ninety nine, so I mean, there's that. <laughs> but like break laws today. Illegal dot rocks for some reason is three ninety nine. So we got that. Yeah. Wait, when you said one ninety nine, did you mean like a dollar ninety nine or a hundred? Yes, Wait, oh, a dollar ninety nine. Illegal dot rocks is four dollars according to this. Well, yeah, they rounded you up by uh, one penny. Yeah, don't get ripped off, man. Oh, <laughs> All right. Seriously, when you're editing, take out all this shit. It's terrible. Like, I'm a little drunk and I know it's bad. <laughs> well, I am closing the Zoom window, so um, please be respectful. <laughs> don't don't put anything in that I wouldn't. Wait, hold on, hold on. Say something that you want us to do the opposite of. <laughs> Just please be respectful. Feels like it puts us off. Big my mom. (laughs) (laughs) We're not gonna be respectful if you say please be respectful. Yeah, please yeah. Please bang my mom. I mean, this song is about MILFs or, or a MILF. So, wait, I mean, does Whistle Love have kids? I haven't got that far in the Wikipedia article. <laughs> I, I think I saw that on there. Wait, else. is it with Weasel? I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, she has a yeah. bunch of children's albums. It makes me think she might have children. She yeah. has to. Just Nobody name makes her, children's name, that, name our, our kid after the Sizzler. Did you know that in 2010, Lisa Loeb launched the Lisa Loeb Eyewear Collection? I do now. Every style is named after one of her songs. She also sells coffee. Well, I, I I I bet those glasses will stay in place, though. Oh my god! Oh wow! 
Well, I see what you did there. Uh, her cousin is a competitor in RuPaul Drag Race. Oh. Who knew that your question was going to take us down the entire path to the podcast? I mean, you me didn't. knowing you. I mean, whenever I was listening to Lisa Loeb's stay, it was not far from my brain that you would go crazy about this. Okay. This crazy, sure, but 